0: podcast um if this is your first time tuning in uh thank you um i hope you get a chance to listen to my other podcasts last week i did a birthday edition podcast where my friend benji interviewed me and it got pretty real about some of the topics i talked about and i know a lot of you guys have reached out to me um saying like that was one of the best podcasts i've ever done and also just being able to relate to some of my stories and that also was like very nerve-wracking for me. So now I know how it feels like to be interviewed, <laughs> um, because it does require you to be very vulner- like pretty vulnerable about some topics or aspects of your life. Um, but I've always believed in the power of authenticity. So um, really, whatever I share on my podcast is really how I am face-to-face in real life um and yeah that's me i think most of you guys um whether if you know me or never met me i hope that you get a sense of um who i am and yeah so i'm glad that you guys have been enjoying the podcast so far for my um existing listeners um today i have here with me um you might yeah
1: j- uh, my name is Dejor Thomas. Dejor Thomas.
0: Dejor Thomas. Dejor Thomas and I don't know each other. We literally yes. just met five we- minutes ago.
1: Yes, five minutes ago. <laughs>
0: um. Well, actually, we knew each. So, Dejor knows one of my good friends who I mentioned la- last yes. week on the podcast, uh, okay. Kevin Thawala. Um, a friend of mine from college, my spiritual leader, um, I call him. Him and the motivation, right? Pastor KT is what I call him. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, but Jador knows. Do you go by Jador?
1: It's Dejor. Dejor, sorry. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> is up, but I'm, so, just I'm so, so
0: bad at names. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, but do you also go by Day too?
1: Yeah. So my my first my original name is day Shore, but if you have issues pronouncing it, it's more of <laughs> like day um people he calls me day Kevin yeah because um, that's what yeah. Kevin referred to you right? yeah so day. I was like yeah 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 um d j or yeah day day or <laughs> yeah, but d j or day is fine, yeah. whatever you're comfortable with, I don't want you to stress with the pronunciation <laughs> um but big shout outs to kev um when he told me about you um, did you guys speak prior to when I first when I first you so,
0: actually, um. Not about not about you. So Kevin and I uh, t- uh, text each other op- often or when we can, but it's more about just like life stuff and like what's going on. Um, he really is like my bible essentially. Like, <laughs> um But I did tell him yesterday um, because I am trying to get him on the podcast as well. All right. Cool. Um, I did mention that I'm going to meet you today, and I'll mm-hmm. interview He was, like, so surprised. He was like, oh, I didn't even know. And I was like, yeah. Um, so Yeah, yeah I'm like, sorry, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> left him in the dark. <laughs> um, but um, so how do you know Kevin?
1: So I've met Kevin at a nonprofit organization called Crossover Project, mm-hmm. with they, which is held maybe once every two months. And, um, you know, I know some of the guys named Joaquin and the rest rest of the other crew and crossover project is mainly like a I guess you could say a day where you can just play basketball, talk about life, mm-hmm. your life goals. If you have any issues, you can speak to them about it, you know, it could be strictly confidential as well. Um and they always had like a special guest. So in comes in Kevin. All yeah. right. So, you know, everyone's talking. They just want you to give him at least five, ten minutes. He took 15 20 minutes, even though he said five or ten. Yes. My bad. Yeah. So He's telling us about his life growing up, you know, as a South African descent. And, you know, I just really love his speech mm-hmm. and, like, everything and what he's about, you know, especially being that he's 25. Yeah. So, I remember, like, we was waiting for a game, my team, and I just went up to him. Now, anyone who knows me you knows I'm really shy. Yeah, So, yeah, yeah. it's really hard for me to go. I wouldn't
0: have got- gotten that off of you.
1: Yeah, I, I really am once <laughs> you get to know me with certain things. And yeah, I just yeah. went up to him. I was like, hey, man, that was a really good speech. And he was like, hey, thanks, man. Uh, how's the game going on? You know, he was a little shy, too. He doesn't really know me. And then we had a conversation. You know, one thing led to another, and then we exchanged contacts. Yeah. And then he texted me the following day. It was like, hey, this is Kevin um, from Crossover. Um, this was just want to say it was nice meeting you and moving forward. You know, if you ever just want to talk, I'm here. I was like, thank you. And he was like, do you have any help with, like, any, some, any goals in mind? Yeah. I was like, thank you. Like, I was like, wow, okay, cool. Yeah. So then we originally started hanging out um, when I actually hit him up and I was like, hey, I actually have these extra extra tickets for a Kevin Hart's What Now? That was like two years ago. So he was like, oh, okay, cool. You could tell he was very hesitant because obviously he doesn't really know me. So he came and it was just nothing but laughter. Now, we talked about yeah. work and yeah. what I was doing at work, but it was just mainly nothing. Kevin's to laugh like at. that though. He's yeah, a very, he like, really is.
0: Positive spe- like energy. Yeah, he's spirit. too positive. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> does anything bad happen to uh, you? Yeah, so when I sit down with him, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not positive as as positive as he is. But yeah,
1: I sometimes wonder how he do it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. he's very grounded. Um, right. And that's why I kind of see him as kind of like my spiritual mentor. Yeah, like your Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, Kevin and I knew each other since, I want to say, like, junior, my junior year. I think he's a year younger than me um, in college. Mm-hmm. And we worked together. I used to supervise um, a conference service. I used to work for Manhattan College Conference Services. And okay. so Kevin was one of the, the conference assistants. So... Um, he'd always joke about how, like, uh, like how I was so strict as a boss or, like. Yeah, he like, wanted you to be
1: laid back. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we go back um those days. And then after college, we just always, like, kept in touch. And um we would go to church often. Uh-huh. Um and he was just always like a guiding friend for me. Like right. even through like tough times, like he was always there. And even now, like I get yeah. essays from him as text messages. Yes. Yes. I, he- I
1: sometimes <laughs> wonder, like, damn, can I get a chance to type
0: something? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but it's like um, I'm but, like, okay, well But he's the type of friend who really puts so much effort and so much thought into right the person and what they're going through and yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's one thing I've I've realized um, about him along the way is that he's very positive like you said. Yeah. He's very um like he'll take time to really listen. Listen. Very positive at very. that. So along the way I'm like, okay, and very I really honest. Like, he's yes. very
0: honest. He won't he's not scared to tell you
1: hey, he's not hesitant yeah, at all.
0: Hesitant, had, and you you need those type of friends and you know, I I think too, um growing up in a generation where and I mentioned this on my last podcast where right. religion is very much doubted in our generation yeah because a lot of people are
1: very afraid to talk about it exactly Mm -hmm.
0: you don't talk about it or it's just like you don't believe in like you know it's the but having a friend like kevin that really is committed to his faith is like so refreshing um and his positive outlook and i think uh, we should all have a friend like that you know yeah he's
1: not afraid to talk about it like i remember i remember i'll have conversations with him during the week and he'll be like hey especially during the holiday time. Like, hey, I'm going to South Africa. Um, I'll take some pictures. I'll show you what it's like. And he'll even he'll even send me, he'll even bring back, like, you know, little things. Little
0: things, yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, he yeah. brought me, like, I don't know what it was called. I forgot. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's just, I don't know what it was called. Yeah. But it was really nice. And yeah, he brought, he was like, hey, I brought you this, and I brought you a shirt. Very thoughtful. Yeah, very thoughtful, and that's that's a really good friend right there.
0: Yeah. He bought me this uh two small spoon sets where like Mm -hmm. that I use for like sugar and it was like covered in beads um so yeah that's how we know Kevin hopefully (laughs) I have him on the podcast soon I've been trying but he's very very busy
1: yes (laughs) he really is like they gotta come to New York for a minute like please
0: I know so where do you live oh and how old are you sorry
1: so I'm 20 years old um Yes, I'm still young.
0: Oh, you're so young. I don't <laughs> do
1: that. <laughs> yeah, so nineteen ninety seven baby. Mm-hmm. I'm um twenty years old. I was born and raised in the Lower East Side. hmm Um what about my what else? Where about
0: are, your, are your parents from?
1: So my mother's from here. She was born in New York but raised in Miami. My mm-hmm. dad was raised in Panama. Okay. So I'm a Puerto Rican and Panamanian descent. Um
0: oh my good friend Benji who interviewed me last yeah. week, he's Panamanian.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. You're crazy thing about
0: Panamanian people I've ever met.
1: Yes, but it's like crazy thing about it, I really don't know much about Panamanian people itself. Yeah. Sorry to say. But um yeah, my dad was born and raised in Panama. So Spanish is his first language. Yeah. And um, when he got here, you know, he obviously didn't know what English was. Right. He was he didn't understand any of this. Yes. Coming to New York specifically. Yeah. So, you know, I try to understand, like, more of, you know, Panama itself. Because if I'm, if I'm Panamanian, mm-hmm. then why not know more about it? Have you it? ever been? No, I've never been out of the country. I've wow. always. Yeah, I know. I'm missing out. <laughs> That's crazy. No, you're
0: still young. You're
1: still. Young. Yeah, I'm still young. Um, But obviously, you know, being that I'm young, I definitely want to enjoy life more. That's mm-hmm. one of my life goals. And as a career, you know, I definitely want to tour the world and do what I'm doing. I'm trying to be like you, you know, <laughs> you be touring the world and oh
0: my stuff like
1: that. <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm still in, I'm also still in college, mm-hmm. um, soon get my associates, mm-hmm. and then obviously I'm going to go get my bachelor's and master's, Yes, yeah, so I'm going to get that, definitely want to get across that. Across that
0: bridge when you get there. Yeah, you're going to cross the bridge eventually, yeah.
1: you know, but. um,
0: But don't, you know, don't rush into it. And yeah, I know. Um, Especially, you know, I mean, it's interesting, I think you are probably the youngest person I've had on this podcast, but mm. which kind of leads me into wanting to know what what are the um, expectations of a 20-year-old growing up in New York City, and do you feel, and, and also, like, I guess you're second generation here because your mom was raised in the U.S., but, like, e- even so, having your parents, especially your dad coming from a different country, the expectations, mm-hmm. um, you know, of growing up
1: here. Right. Um, well, my dad, um, if you see him, you're going to be like, oh, I would never think he's Panaman, and he looks like a regular... Guy like someone who's born in U.S. Yeah. But I guess growing up as a twenty year old, I mean, after living here for twenty years, you already know the lifestyle New York comes. Yeah. The lifestyle New York comes with. So you just say to yourself, um, "Well, I know what to do. It's time for me to grow up and just mainly work on being a better version of myself." Mm-hmm. Because I know the New York lifestyle. I've been yeah. doing this for twenty years. So after a while, I will say in New York you get tired of it. Yeah, and just got to work on just being more mature. Yeah, and being best I think you're very
0: it. mature for a 20 year old. Appreciate you. <laughs> um, did you when you went into college, like, mm-hmm. did you? So did you feel pressured, or did you know right away oh, that you wanted to go to college? Like,
1: oh, so let me tell you a uh, little bit about that. So, I graduated in 2015, and um, I went straight to the college. That now that was actually the wrong decision, because I was a, I could have actually been done with college. I could have been actually getting my bachelor's at mm-hmm. 21, but that didn't happen. I went there, and, you know, obviously, I'm going to a school where there's dorms, and you're so caught up on how big it is. Yeah. You're not really focusing. Okay, Deja, why are you really here for? Right. You go you from
0: know. high school where it's you're still handheld. Yes. Right? Through life and everything. You're under your parents' right. roof, and then they throw you into college. Right. Where you're, okay, you're basically free, and right. like, you have all these people, you have n- no rules. And, and you know it's
1: great, I feel like that's the issue nowadays, mm-hmm. I mean, we're so, cl- we, we just so caught up in just going away, going away, or going away. So how
0: was that e- first year experience for you? So
1: well, college that now was only a semester, but it was hard, because like, you're going to a school, and you're still undecided. Yeah. My recommendation, I guess, for anyone, is to not really go away yet, as of yet, if you're still undecided on what you want to do. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, let me just go to BMCC, because that's where I currently yeah. go go to BMCC, I'm still decided, and then along the way I started to develop interest in acting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had no experience whatsoever, and then I started to do short films. I did my first short film, it's called Lost in Words, Uh, shout out to Natalia, and um, she directed it, and then after the film she was like, wow, um, can I get you in my film too? Yeah. And then I I now have maybe, what, six? Six short films, um, hosting experience. Yeah. And right now, I'm just trying to take over and just com- continue to promote myself and just yeah. showcase that it is possible, but you have to put in the work. Right, right. Because I know procrastination you, is crazy.
0: How did you, like, build that interest? Or how, was that always something that you were interested so, in as far as, like, yes,
1: media? Yes. I, I, I would say I started to develop interest in media maybe a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. A, year, a year and a half ago, to be exact. But the acting part, it was mainly from watching Tyler Perry movies. You know, yeah. you watch a movie and you just say to yourself, hmm, I can see myself really in inspired. this. It's yeah. really inspiring. And then the movies are, like, so good. It's like you don't want to miss any of it. Yeah. You don't want to miss any details. So then after a while, was just like, you know what? I think I want to try this. Mm-hmm. and But I wasn't doing anything. So it's like you can't say you want to do something, but you're not trying to develop. Yeah. So, you know, I was just watching movies. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it not doing it, and then I was like, you know what, let me just try this short film, because in our college, we have bulletin boards yeah. with everything, and they would say, hey, we're doing a casting, if you're interested, come. Mm-hmm. So, I get there, and it was like, oh my god, you're perfect, can we use you? I'm like, okay. I was nervous as hell. Yeah. And it's is actually, that the
0: first time that you've ever, like, yes. was it like an audition?
1: It wasn't really an audition, because it was really, it, they really needed people. So, yeah. the people who are doing this, they're VAT majors, which is video arts and technology. Mm-hmm. So, Basically these are like assignments for them. Yeah. And if they don't have exactly. they don't have people, then they lose points. Right. So I'll be like, damn, I would feel bad if I if I was doing this project and nobody wants to do it. Mm-hmm. So I did it for them, you know, I had a gap, so why not? Yeah. I did the film, I was a little nervous, but after a while I just fell into character. Yeah. And then from there everyone just started taking down my information. They started contacting me. I am actually, actually gonna be doing one next week at uh one of the one of the girls' films. I'm gonna be doing that. Yeah. And go from there
0: that's awesome yes um how so how what What have you so you you started out as kind of like being part of people's projects mm-hmm. and being in these short films and um, what are you doing now as far as mm-hmm. um, you're creating and
1: creating so right now I'm create I created a show called yeah. well let me go back Let me go back so I was um, doing the short films, and then I was you know, walking down in the theater department, which is downstairs in the basement yeah. in my school, and then I saw a casting. So I'm walking by, and I was like, oh. I look at it as, it doesn't take, it takes, what, a minute or two to just stop to and just to stop to see and what's going on. So I'm like, oh, they are looking for a host. Why not give it a try? Okay. So I was like, okay, well, I have to be in Midtown anyway today, so when I'm done with, I, with what I have to do, I'm going to stop by. When I went to the network, which is called Manhattan Neighborhood Network, and basically they're a community-based network that um, also holds certification classes that teach you about media, mm-hmm. you know, they teach you about the switchers, basically everything on the boards. So oh. I took the class. Is it free? Well, it's 10 classes for like $25. So I was like, oh, oh that's wow. great. That's
0: awesome. What is it
1: called? Um, MNN, Manhattan Neighborhood Network.
0: Manhattan Neighborhood Network.
1: Yes, and they have a lot of certification classes. They have classes for, like, the Sony Z-150. They teach you classes about video editing. That's uh, awesome. Documentaries mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I'm actually in one of their commercials that we shot when, when I was actually doing a class. They was actually filming us while we was in class. Oh, okay.
0: okay. Yes,
1: and they actually had two locations. Excuse me. One in um, 59th mm-hmm. and one on East 104th, which is in Spanish Harlem. So I took the class for basic studio production in Spanish Harlem. So while I'm taking the classes, I'm just trying to think of ideas of what can I do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, What can I do as far as a show? Because I'm like, I don't want to talk about sports. You can watch ESPN for that. Right. So I'm like, what can I really talk about? I'm procrastinating like crazy. And the instructor was like, you know what? Just do it. And you know, whatever comes into play what is comes what comes into, into play. play. But prior to doing the show, I was, I mean, doing the class, I was already a part of a show called The Spotlight, which I'm currently still on still. And basically it's like a show where we – Talk about like things that's going on in the world so it's like a variety of like entertainment politics um, you name it we talk about it yeah right so he he looks at it as a, a youth version of The View so it's oh, me okay. I'm a youth co-host of The View, the View. ABC's awesome. The View so a big shout outs to Dave for mm-hmm. that um, he's the one that interviewed me and he loved my personality so uh-huh. he he joined he, he added me to the roster So it was me and two others that are currently still doing the show.
0: And it's called Spotlight. The Spotlight. The Spotlight. And where is it featured? Like, where is it?
1: Well, it's actually held at the network. Uh Um, We film it maybe like four times a month. Mm -hmm. Because we get the studio, we set everything up, and then we just. And it's on TV? Yes, it's actually on TV. Like, it was. It's crazy to know that, like, wow, you're walking through the network and you see yourself on TV. It's so crazy. And I was like, you know what? It's time for me to create my own show. So when
0: when does it show?
1: So, I think it's starting to become like a weekly thing. Like every Wednesdays at four p.m. on Channel nineteen ninety three. Nineteen ninety
0: three.
1: Yes, it was actually on TV uh, Wednesday on Wednesday that just passed at four p.m. And I'm scrolling through the TV guide. I'm like, oh snap! I'm gonna be on TV. I oh. recorded it. I what, recorded what, it on my DVR. And what and
0: network TV. is that? Um, MNN.
1: Oh, M&N yeah, three that's, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah. I know Eminem is the abbreviation for it, for that. Uh,
0: I'm, like, I'm writing this all yeah. down. Um, just because I want to also be able to like link it. and like. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, and we
1: also have a YouTube channel for it. It's called The Spotlight. And then you can check out like all the videos. Oh, that's awesome. It, it's breakdown down into parts. We yeah. can't put the whole thing. Yeah. But it's broken down into parts. And then right now for me, I just told him, like, hey, I want to create a show. And when I presented him the idea, I was like, hey, I want to name the show Kick Back and Show. Yeah. And he was like, wow, that would be great. And what my show is mainly about, um, basically just kicking back with me and we talking about entertainment, what's going on in the world. Still developing it, um, trying to see how I can add you know, more right. comedy, entertainment to the show. Trying to develop a fan base, you know, so people could watch it. Yeah. So when you you subscribe to the channel and you see that I already uploaded, I want people to be like, oh, my God, DeJo posted a video. I got to see this immediately. Like, I had to move to the side and watch this episode. Right. So that's mainly what I'm trying to do. And
0: how long are the episodes are you?
1: So my episodes are, like, maybe 28 minutes for right now, Mm -hmm. but definitely want to create a series. Mm Mm-hmm with the network, so I'm definitely in the process of doing that, but you know, just starting off with Baby Steps because this is me creating a show for the yeah. first time in my life, so everything is new to me.
0: Right, right. And um, you said that you're the host of it, and right. how do you pick topics to talk about?
1: You see, that was the hardest part, and this is why I was very hesitant about even creating a show. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to talk about entertainment. So I was just go on the website to see what's really hot in today's entertainment, and I would talk about Anything that's going on. So, I know my first episode, which is almost done editing, I talked about Cardi B and her pregnancy Mm -hmm. and her album, Invasion of Privacy, that's out. Yeah. Talked about the NBA playoffs because that's currently going on, but now it's the NBA finals. Right. Um, Talked about any movies coming out and just adding comedy itself, Mm -hmm. improv, everything.
0: And how has this creative project kind of um, changed or structured, like, what you see for your life or some of the goals that you have personally
1: to achieve? I mean, it's changed me a lot because I feel like if you really take time and put effort into what you want to do instead of procrastinating, then anything is possible. Yeah. You know, because, like I said, I was thinking about a show, didn't know what to do, and then all of a sudden I just came up with an idea. Yeah,
0: and you just jumped right into it. Right.
1: So now it's just all about, okay, maybe I could see myself doing radio or just creating a TV show itself. Yeah. And just maybe, you know, eventually developing my craft within the network and then maybe branching off to another network because they yeah. love your personality and because you're an actor, host, and producing, you know, why not? Right. So I understand what some people may, may look at it like, oh, it's Eminem. I never heard of that channel before. Mm-hmm. Understandable, right? It may not be like an MTV or VH1, but if you can develop your craft there, take the classes, understand right. media itself, once you go into another network, you know, you can say, all right, I took time to learn um stuff here I just want to thank the network network for everything now it's time for me to branch off and start doing my own thing
0: yeah and that's all these experiences it may Mm -hmm. not be the thing that you want to be doing but it's something that's Mm -hmm. teaching you in order to like lead you to that to wherever that is right so have Mm -hmm. you have you declared your major is it like is that, are you want in media, or, like, um, where do you see this? Honestly, I don't know. Spoke? So, I'm
1: currently a liberal arts major. So, yeah. at my school, that's mainly for, they, they give that major to students who are very, like, undecided and still testing yeah, the yeah. waters. So, it's mainly your basic classes, reading, yeah. writing, right, right, right. science, yeah, you know, topics like that. But, I don't know. I was thinking about communications, maybe broadcast mm-hmm. communications, but I'm still deciding. Because I know communications is a very broad major, like, you can do so much with communications, PR work, right? TV hosting, things like that, so I'm still deciding, but I might lead to that.
0: Yeah, and now that you've kind of uh, cultivated this, like, creative craft, Mm -hmm. do you also feel, like, pressure, the fact that you are kind of going into something, uh, more of artistry versus, like, you know, the conventional, like, doctor, lawyer... It's so
1: crazy you say that because... Engineer,
0: because, like, the whole, the whole reason I did this podcast right. is because I wanted to change the mindset that people had that success is the money you make or the mm-hmm. dream job that you get or, like, finishing with a degree in college. Like, I wanted to shift it right. and say success is your present day, right? right. Like everyone's successful in their own way. And to, to kind of really... Um, I have a lot of friends who are artists who okay. work hard every single day to kind of create their craft and right right, right. Um, and I wanted to celebrate that t- those types of successes right. and 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 get away from this like societal you know rules that norm that we've created that we have to take conventional routes of right. careers, And it's know? so
1: crazy that um, I always said which my... B- is, which yeah. is,
0: sorry, which is why I ask you, if you right. can declare and, like, your college history, not to even, like, knock anything down, but right. it's more of, like, do you feel an underlying pressure to kind of take a more conventional career especially with our parent yeah. generation
1: and yeah you know your parents always definitely wants the best for you and want right. to make sure you go down the perfect route especially if they never went down before like my mom always said because she's currently a dental hygienist mm-hmm. she just want to make sure being that i'm her only son that you know i have a stable career and that everything is going to be good um i always said like if it wasn't if it's not acting my backup will always be dental and the reason why i said that i was like because before i was like okay well Dental looks interesting. I always thought it was nice to fix someone's appearance in their teeth. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, okay, maybe I can use dental as a backup. Oh. But this is, like, something I will use as, like, my main priority.
0: Yeah, because it's something that you love. and You
1: love to do, and I know. feel like that's what life is all about, especially when you're trying to establish your career. Yeah.
0: I mean, we all want to please our parents, and right. they, all, they just want the best for us. And sometimes right. the automatic choice would be to do what they're doing. Like, I know that right. when I was growing up, uh, my mom always kind of, like asked me or wanted me to be like in nursing and stuff and a lot of Filipinos right. grow up in the nursing and medical field. I knew that wasn't for me. Right, you know? it's not. You. Um it's not at all. So, um you know, I I went on to take business and one of the first in my family to do business and
1: It was um, a shock to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: I think most of them I think most of the men in my family did a, a business and then some, most of the women mm-hmm. Kind of did like in something in the medical field but that's just those are just kind of like stereotypes that we kind of grow up thinking that but we've certainly changed and finding our own i guess individualities as we grew up and kind of found our passions but
1: yeah i mean it's all about creating your own path yeah i mean people really get the misconception that you like you say you must be a doctor you must be a lawyer Mm -hmm. you're automatically successful Which is false. I'm not trying to um, bring anyone down who are lawyers and doctors in today's society. But like you said, it's all about what makes you happy and following your own path. Yeah. So there's some people who don't even go to college and they find themselves happy with what they do as a profession.
0: Now, do you see that a lot in your generation um, where kids are deciding nowadays they don't want to go to college and they kind of want to pursue their own businesses and like... Um, their passions whether it's making music or creating art um, or even just going into building their own business like how is that as far as like
1: yes that's really like the main thing in um in our generation a lot of kids if they don't go to college they just say okay well i'm gonna do rapping or i'm gonna do like you said create your own business and if it is a business itself they, don't, they feel as if, okay, well, I don't need college to create myself a business. I don't need yeah. a degree. I can basically read books or just read anything that's going to help me create this business. So with, when it comes to the topic of college, mm-hmm. it's very – it's like – for me, it's like yes and no. all depends on what you want to do. It's
0: no longer the only means of getting – right of learning. Right. Right? There's other ways um, of learning. Because there's other ways of learning, and now that we have the Internet and basically information is – at the tip of our fingers, I think people have now realized that there are other methods of learning that no, are in not necessarily. Ways, right, that are not necessarily. Re- does, doesn't necessarily require you to pay $50,000 and sit in a classroom. Right. Cause. So, yeah, and I don't knock that. Yes, I mean, if you. I know
1: so many people who I graduated with. Um, you know, obviously the advisors, you know, the advisors, they're the college advisors in your, in your school. I'm mainly there to, you know, obviously motivate you. Like, hey, go to college, you Mm -hmm. know, and just figure stuff out from there. I know so many students who, they graduated with me, same class, class of 2015, and they end up going to the military. Yeah. They were just like, listen, I don't know. I'm just going to go to the military and figure things out. And I'm like, okay, if that's what you want to do, I mean, but definitely when you get out, hopefully you have an idea of what you want to do, you know, for a career.
0: Do you feel like there is how do you feel like people are guiding the younger generation es- especially because y- you're more recently right. out of you know high school like mm-hmm. are our kids your age really guided or taught or mentored on like what to expect like mm-hmm. um or do you feel that or do you feel like you wish you had more mentorship in your life
1: um. Sometimes I feel like I, I should have had more mentorship in my life, but you know, a lot of kids at my age, they sometimes I guess you could say I would say misguided, but just lost and just don't know where to go in life. Cause I, like you said, after high school, it's kind of like, all right, I don't want to go to college, but what do I want to do in my life? Yeah. And during that time, when you're not doing anything productive, you're you're mainly wasting time with life. Right. And especially at a young age, when it's like, okay, I'm done. Cause I graduated at 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So to some people, may, some people may say that's not really young, but to me it is. Cause I know most yeah. people they graduate 18, 18, 19. 18,
0: 19. Yeah.
1: So I definitely will say like there should be definitely more mentorship, you know, to make sure that the young men and women in today's generation um don't make the mistakes that some people make. Mm-hmm. I know people who've been out of school for maybe like seven years, they say they would just graduate high school and, and just work. That's it.
0: Yeah. But
1: in reality, um, is that job gonna make you happy? Right. You know especially when you don't have nothing productive on the side and no backup yeah so it's really hard and I wish that I wish a lot of people would have more mentorships and really listen to the young men and women instead of just like telling them what to do like hear their problems first yeah and then try to help them with that
0: I think us growing up into this society and living in America we have a tendency of kind of Mm-hmm. dictating, I mean, maybe this is anywhere, like mm-hmm. dictating to the younger generations on what they should do, but not really recognizing that they're living and growing up in a completely different world, Right. and we need to listen more than to tell
1: them more, Right. you know? It's all about listening and yep. communicating with that person, because that's like for example, if I just if a friend tells me like hey, I want you to speak to some of these Students. I mean, I say kids. Some of these students, you know, they really feel like they have no path on where to go. If I'm going to speak to anyone, first I want to, well, tell me some things you're interested in. What's going on with you, you know? Tell me what you're interested in. Maybe we can try to create yourself a plan on what you got to do to get to that goal. And then finally make some moves. But nowadays, like I said, it's more of just like, okay, well, you need to go to college. You need to do this. Why do they have to do that? Right. Why you can't listen to what they have going on and try to help them from there? Don't try to create like a I wouldn't say a path, but create something for them. But it's like that's not what they're interested in, because I feel like in life it's all about doing something that you're interested in doing Mm -hmm. because you're not doing that. And you're not gonna you're gonna be yeah. unhappy most times, and that's yeah. what you see. You, you see that a lot in New York. To yeah, be
0: honest. and most and uh, most of the time, oh, at that age, like mm-hmm. through high school, you're already developing your interests and your passions. Right. It's more of society suppressing it because you have to go to college or this is what you have to do. You have to take a career in that. Mm-hmm. But if we just allowed, um, you know, the younger generation to just carry through with mm-hmm. what they're passionate and what they're interested in and that changes like right. so, uh, so often because too we're living in a world where instant gratification is just <laughs> nece- like yeah. like people's interests change every single day. I feel sometimes. like that sometimes yeah. with, with
1: with myself. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's, it's crazy. Cuz yeah. like, oh, I was just interested in that like three So you years find ago.
0: yourself dipping your toes into like everything and but that's what you're supposed to do, right? right. Like uh, like to me, like you learning about different things and just like being undecided will probably only lead you to where you really want to want right. to do and wanna, where you want to be were um, you
1: undecided when you first went to college?
0: I was actually like I knew I wanted to so i I thought I wanted to be a teacher, and then I was like I went into business school instead, and then I was like, i know want I want to do something in business I'm not sure what right. Um, then I met someone my second year, mm-hmm. or going into my second year, and she was an accountant. She actually right. worked for my firm. Um, and she just be- instantly became my mentor and my like, guiding right. um, force, too. And so that's when I declared accounting. And that's when I decided to, like, I knew when I declared accounting, like, I wanted to work for this company.
1: If you don't mind me asking, what is like accounting specifically? Like, in your definition, what is accounting?
0: Oh, so. I say accounting, but it's very, very broad. So like, I think a lot of people have this misconception that like, I sit and do taxes all day. Um, <laughs> but no, not at all. I don't do, I barely do my own taxes. <laughs> like, I, um, but no, there's only there's not just one form of a, a uh, mm-hmm. tax. Um, I'm in internal audit, so it's more of a consulting, like companies hire me to kind of um, review like internal compliance controls or their accounting methods and all stuff right. like that. So it's not all numbers, sometimes it's just like, depending on an industry they have, ma- they have to follow some sort of rules. Right.
1: Because my mom making brought it, that out Yeah,
0: <laughs> making it extremely broad here. Right. Like in, you know, like for people to digest and understand just like if a company has rules I need to abide mm-hmm. by in their industries, we check that. Um, or if they're a public company, a private company, there are
1: different rules too, so. So did you have to take, I don't know why, I know why, I don't know why, I know it's, you're probably thinking why am I interviewing you. No, no, but, no, um, but that's awesome. I <laughs> have a question. Um, so you had to take a lot of math, right?
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah. I
1: took statistics. Yeah, and I struggled in that, but for some crazy reason, I passed. Wow! At the end of the semester, but it's crazy. I never passed anything in his class. <laughs> that was so crazy. Yeah, because he gave us all right. He gave us a take-home test, right? And they was like, okay, you need to take a math because I took a remedial math course. Yeah. So within CUNY, or I think it's different from CUNY. So within CUNY, I know when students are in high school, they ask you to take a CUNY assessment yeah. to test your ability in reading, writing, and math.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So. I remember I taking it in high school and it was like I recommended you take this test seriously because you don't want to take remedials in college. Right. I did not take it seriously, but I did pass the writing. Yeah. The writing was easy. So I failed the math. So I ended up taking it in college last semester and it was hard because one thing bad about remedials is that you're paying for a course but you're not getting credit for it. Right, right. You're not getting no credit for it. So I passed the remedial and it was like, Okay, um, is either quantitative reasoning or statistics. So I jump into statistics, which is stat 150 in the school. And it was hard. The Greek yeah. signs, standard deviation. Yeah, oh my god. It was terrible. Yeah. You're thinking about it already, uh, right? Oh, yeah,
0: standard deviation. <laughs> but yeah. it's
1: great. It was a four-credit course. And yes, in college, you can drop a class if you're mm-hmm. uncomfortable with it or if you're just having difficulties with it. Yeah. Um, I say, you know what? I'm just going to stick it through, because this is a four-credit course. Yeah. And when I check my transcript, it says C+. Plus. No, I know you should never aim settle I'll for less degree, but
0: get degrees. But so I'm
1: like seize you know what? Degrees. I'm gonna keep the C plus. I pass statistics and go from there. So, yeah.
0: C's so get degrees.
1: Yeah, why not? So <laughs> um
0: That's off that's I mean, that's awesome that you pass class. Yes. But again, um, like, do you think that i am I going with this? Um too like, like in my perspective, college doesn't college really doesn't determine if you're gonna be successful or not.
1: Yeah, like, it does you, not. People
0: can graduate college right after yeah. four it's years. It's just a
1: piece of paper that just says what you majored in, your name, and you know it's decorated. Yeah, yeah, so it that's is really it's just nothing but a piece yeah. of paper.
0: It, it's really what you make of it, honestly. Yeah, like because it's you...
1: more of like here's your degree. And there you go. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay. It's what thanks. you do after. Got my degree. So it's like, what's next? They don't
0: teach you how to b- balance your bank account and make sure. Yes, they, don't they, teach they you should teach you
1: that in high school.
0: Yeah, like what's a credit score. They don't teach you that or how to. Yeah. Sometimes people go through college without having a resume writing building course. Like I know yeah. for business, we had to do a business writing course. Mm-hmm. So, But like some people don't even know how to like write a cover letter or like a resume.
1: Yeah, that's 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 difficult. They yeah. don't even teach you that in high school. They just they just send you to a workshop. Oh, we have a resume workshop. Yeah. And they'll just format it for you. No, like mm-hmm. how do I do this? Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I feel like those are certain things, like you said, especially with banking too, mm-hmm. that um they should teach you. Right. They don't even teach you Roman numerals. Yeah. They don't even teach you the proper history in school because there were certain things I've learned in my history class this semester that I, I was never taught. La, um in high school
0: I hate history history
1: is my worst subject America it's I'm starting to develop interest for it. American history only certain mm-hmm. things like it was certain things I've learned in class and it's kind of like um history I never heard and of chemistry
0: that. are like my worst that's
1: subjects. why I, I hated chemistry that's chemistry. why I got a 65 in that and I was excited <laughs> that, that's all I needed
0: <laughs> um yeah. We had to t- in high school. We had to take Regents exams. We oh my God! Take that? Yes. Yeah. That the was the U.S. A history
1: one. was. You have to. I don't understand. You have to do. F- it's only two and a half hours, for fifty multiple choice, four DBQs. It was like five DB. No, four or five DBQ questions. Then you have to write a document-based question essay. Then you have to write another essay. My God. How can, I can you tell do that within two and a half hours? I
0: can tell you're so young because you, all of these terminologies are so fresh in your head. And yes. I'm just like, remembering. <laughs> I know you're
1: like, what the hell like is that? Like the blue books or whatever. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, how old yeah. are you? I'm going to say 23.
0: I just turned 27.
1: Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. Um,
0: so, yeah, I just turned 27. Did a recent... um. Birthday podcast episode. It was just my birthday last Monday.
1: Yeah, and that's when I own. Yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. That
0: um, but where is it? Have you listened to any of my podcasts?
1: I listened. Uh, I forgot the name of the episode. Oh, uh, I forgot the name of it, but I did listen to it.
0: Is it one with?
1: I think it was the beginning.
0: Was it my first one with Shivani, yes. my friend Shivani? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's the first one.
0: What do you, so what do you think the Weekly Hustle is? I just want to get your perspective. Hmm. Well, if and I'm why listening, did you think I was 23? Well, I you look, young. <laughs> you look young. Thank you. So, <laughs> you so, hear that, y'all? <laughs> yes, she does look young in person.
1: So I would say the Weekly Hustle is mainly a podcast that talks about... Hmm. How do I say this? The Weekly Hustle is mainly a podcast that describes, like, I would say the hustle on a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah. You know the ins and outs, and you know what people don't see, like how hard you have to work to survive out Mm -hmm. here, and basically voicing your opinion on things that you feel like it's necessary to know about in today's generation.
0: Right. So, you talk about on your your show that you guys talk about some, um, whatever is like
1: entertainment, entertainment or
0: whatever is going on, and what are what are some of the things that you feel that people aren't talking enough about in your generation or in our generation?
1: Um, Well, hmm, what are we really not talking about in today's generation? That's a hard one.
0: Or what should, or are we talking? Or are we, do you feel like your generation has enough, I guess, like,
1: I feel like nowadays, um, it's really hard because everybody resorts to the internet. Yeah, you know, Google, social media. Yeah, I mean, you can even go on social media to find out about the news. Right. No. I you mean, know. I, I th- guess you I could think say. That's
0: eighty percent of how people find out. <laughs> the news these days. Yeah.
1: Right. 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 Um, I feel like a young generation should really know more about politics in a sense. Mm-hmm to really understand more, because I feel like it's more to just watching the news and just watching the weather, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But that's what I do, I'm sorry to say. Like, yeah. I I just watch the news to just watch the weather. And my yeah. mom said, you really need to get out of that habit. I said, okay. Why? Well, because I'm like, well, i just watch it. Some kids your
0: age would probably watch, like, whatever what? show f- is going on. And you know, I
1: feel like I might want to incorporate that um, a little bit. You know, add politics as well, to just show people I have an equal balance mm-hmm. as well, on my show as well. Um, but... Yeah, politics. It is because mm-hmm. if you know a lot about politics, it's just like you have so, you know so much yeah. about what's going on in this world, and you're able to voice your opinion yeah. on certain topics.
0: Politics is life.
1: Odi. It's all.
0: It's all life. Um. So who do you have on your show? Like, is it random so, people?
1: I mean, people that have things that's going on in the world. So, um, I have my friend who's a co-host. His name is Kenneth Matthew. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a musician i um, currently in school about to get his associates, too. Congrats on him. Mm-hmm. And I have Kenneth who's also a musician as well He's been doing music for I guess maybe three four years. Yeah, he's a drummer's mainly Yeah, and um, I just added him I was like hey, I really love your energy I want you to be on the show But I just felt like it would be weird to just be by myself and just yeah. bring people in just do interviews and stuff like yeah. that but um, I'm just happy to have him. He's really good and We're doing pretty good so far.
0: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I talked just a little before this. and You're saying how you're still learning the ropes of editing and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And you're kind of like learning as you go. Right. I guess there's some sort of, like, misconception. And I've learned that, too, jumping into this podcast. Like, when I started it, it's like I was really scared of starting something that I didn't know anything about. Me
1: too, oh my God.
0: And I was like, how can I even start a project that I want, don't even know what the te- the technology mm-hmm. behind it is, how do I edit, What? where do I start? Um, but mm-hmm. then I still don't know it all, right? right? Like, I have this podcast that's live, I record on this computer, right. and then I I, I didn't minimal. even know what a
1: podcast was. I didn't
0: do minimal editing. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. I mean I've only gotten into podcasts like about a year ago, so that's what I said. Um, but I kinda just like learned along the way but right. also with the help of then I found out like my other friend had a podcast, so I kind of asked him and then when I actually put it out there that I was gonna do a podcast. A someone lot of else yeah, someone else reached out to me, said they started try to start one. So I think too, I think the misconception with a lot of people is that you already have to know what it's about right before you start it which is not true so like I think the lesson here is that we all kind of are learning along the way you know
1: yeah I mean to. it's all about just you know trying new things and like you said you didn't know how how everything was gonna come mm-hmm. into play and that's like I said that's the same way how I felt with my show because you watch TV all the time and you know you, you hear people doing podcasts and you just say some damn okay how did they do that i'm pretty sure there's a lot of equipment that comes into play and then when you frill, and then when you hear that you don't really need much equipment to start this whole process you're just like oh yeah this is easy this is easy
0: just okay. watch a few videos plug this in there plug this <laughs> yes set that up there sure like you know
1: what's crazy i'm thinking about trying a vlog myself on my youtube channel mm-hmm. so i'm like okay i want to try vlogs but i'm like okay um i know i have to get a new phone because my phone is a little yeah. messed up but I'm like, maybe I just need my smartphone, because yeah. that's what a lot of people say on YouTube. They're right. like, all you need is your smartphone, good quality, and that's yeah. it. i you know do a little edit. So it's like, everything we do as far as recording is mm-hmm. going to need some editing. It's yeah, just like, everything. there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. I don't think it's a day where you can just be like, okay, this episode was perfect. And, I, I and I'm th- so
0: glad you like bring these things up as far as like what you're interested in and what right. You, because also the weekly hustle is about acknowledging like, hey, I kind of want to get into this, but I don't. Know, don't know how. but this is the whole point of putting it out there. Right. Um. Hopefully, through this podcast, um, you can network with so many people that that are listening right. that can really like take you on or, mm-hmm. or, or under their wing as far as like t- guiding you and teaching you through the ropes. Right. So that's how I started my podcast. Like, I I don't think we can really go anywhere without helping each other you know right. what I mean, this is what it's all about and you know um, this is
1: definitely an effective way to you know help people and have people you know yeah. have their questions be I answered
0: have, i mean i have again i bring up my one of my close friends benji who's also panamanian also all a right filmmaker, cool filmmaker i'm definitely gonna ha- like have to put you guys in touch because okay cool um he also loves making short mm-hmm. films so he could probably teach you a thing or two. But this is what the Weekly Hustle is all about, networking and connecting people.
1: That's like the number one key. And like you even said, back to uh, what you were saying, a lot of people feel like they don't need college, especially when they're doing what I'm doing um, because all they need is the Internet. All they need to do is connect themselves to the right people. And I remember hearing something from – I remember – I forgot the guy's name. He's one of my favorite TV hosts, Terrence J. Shout-out to him. That he said, no matter what you do in life, all you need is one yes – and it will change your life forever
0: Absolutely.
1: yeah that's actually one of my favorite hosts so shout outs to him mm-hmm. and after hearing that because I, I try to watch a lot of um videos on him to try yeah. to imitate his moves but he's um,
0: very very good on camera
1: yes good. and you know it's crazy he started off he's from new york but was raised in okay he started off um with bet yeah and then he just took off like from the there.
0: delivery how he like talks he's amazing yeah, he's very good. And watching people that you kind of idolize as far as like their talent goes is like really helpful. As far yeah, as,
1: like, like before I watch before I start my show, I was I was sometimes watch a little video of him because I love his energy hands down. It's just like little things he does, I try to do the same thing but in my own way. Mm-hmm. Not trying to copy his style, but yeah. you know, just try to do little things that he does.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about on this podcast? Um, you to talk about? talk about school a little bit we've talked about you creating your own so where do you see that your host your, your show going like where
1: well you know hopefully in the next year or two is like it's out there yeah. on social media and everything and then people are subscribed to the channel following me on instagram and everything just follow me on What's social your
0: instagram me- handle? oh so
1: my instagram is Rizzy Bash. I know it's it's a weird name, but I I thought it was creative. Okay. T-H-R-I-Z-Z-Y B-A-S-H. Again, that's T-H-R-I-Z-Z-Y B-A-S-H. It's with two Z's. Um, Yeah, and that's pretty much it, and you'll there see just creativity in myself, um, updates on the show, and just everything else. And I'm also on Kickback and Chill, which is my show, and The Spotlight, Um, so you definitely got to check that out Mm -hmm. on that's youtube the, on, the spotlight m yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. so what are some so quickly what are some short-term goals that you have as far as
1: so short-term goals well i do got some short-term goals being that it's the first day of summer well my summer started last week yeah. i'm out of school um short-term goals um to do some vlogs um yeah. definitely hopefully i could travel in july because but then again i'm thinking about taking uh summer courses
0: Mhm. <laughs> um
1: definitely thinking about taking some summer courses mm-hmm. well well enough of school let me not talk about school because I just did a four month semester um just continue to do my show and develop my craft and we're doing a talent show for the spotlight um That's which awesome. I'm gonna announce when I'm which I'm gonna announce on Instagram mm-hmm. and go from there so right now it's just whatever comes into place whatever comes to play is just to have make sure I have a great summer yeah. not be bored and miserable. Cause today I, I woke up. I was like, okay, what am I gonna do today? Cause I know I'm like I'm almost done editing the show. Yeah. But I know I could do more, because I'm originally an actor as well. So I'm just trying to find more ways and just Getting, see what else uh, I'm that interested other, in. Yeah. That's, and hopefully travel. Yeah. And go to the West Coast. You
0: know. <laughs> well, you're 20. You're very young. Yes. You have so much ahead of you. You're yeah, young yeah, um, too. <laughs> You're young too. Stop it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now that I know that I look 23, <laughs> I'm talking <love>. about. <laughs> um, right. But did you have any more questions for me? Um, I like that you Asked me questions on my podcast. Yeah. I people ask questions. No
1: wonder you didn't think I was shy. Well, <laughs> I'm, after a while, I just break into yeah. it. Um, what questions do I have for you? Uh, where are you from?
0: Oh, so um, I am born and raised in New York. Um, in Queens. I only went to college in the Bronx, so I lived there for, like, six years. Um, my parents are both Filipino. So That's in... In Pacific Asia. Asia Pacific, oh, okay. The Philippines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, I'm bad with geography, too. Me,
1: too. I'm sorry.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, my... I'm first generation here. Finish,
1: oh, okay, cool.
0: So, I... Went to high. I went to high school in Queens. Mm-hmm. Grew up in in Queens. Oh, okay. Went to the Bronx, but recently moved back to Queens. So right. yeah, now I work as an accountant at this firm. That, that's awesome. what's awesome. up. <laughs> um, yeah, really. I, and I tell you, like I, I'm just glad that I have the luxury of traveling while I work. So you have the opportunity a
1: lot of New Yorkers don't even have, yeah. and that's a blessing.
0: That was something I always wanted to do. Right
1: One more question Is there What is one place Whether it's the east West coast Right Out of country What is one place You would love to go Like if you can just be there For a whole month
0: Oh Um That I've been to already
1: Or haven't been to Or haven't
0: been to Um So That's interesting Where I Internationally Where I Would like to live Would be like London
1: Oh, okay, cool. I love
0: British culture. I okay, love cool. um, the the architecture there. Right. Uh, I've been to London uh, twice already, or I think three times. Three times. I've been oh, okay. to London three times. Um, once for school, I did like a two-week study abroad program, mm-hmm. and then twice for work. Okay, cool. And then I've been to Australia, which okay, is beautiful, cool. and Singapore, also beautiful um this next week i'm gonna go to paris oh and i've been to belgium and amsterdam but next week i'm also going to paris so that should be
1: i'm jealous i feel
0: like that's gonna <laughs> change my life too Okay, cool. uh, um but yeah i i i like to adapt to uh, try every, anything yeah so like i love like i i've been saying this recently to some of um, my close friends and even to some of my co-workers like Right now, I feel not – I feel really bored in New York.
1: Yes. In
0: terms of, like – I guess it's, like,
1: after work, you're just, like, okay. In terms
0: of, like, I go through a cycle of – because there's always something to do. That's not – I'm bored, but there's always something to do, which is crazy. But like, I've been through it all. Like, I know, you know, I know how, like, how to maneuver your maneuver way, maneuver this. Like, I'm not challenged anymore. You know what I mean? So right. I feel like, and I have a lot of, a lot of my, all my family's here, all my friends are here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been having a sense of, yeah, like being bored, which is crazy. I mean, I love New York. Right. Is
1: but I guess after a while like you were saying you like you maneuver through the city yeah. and it's like a cycle over and over it becomes like a
0: very much of a comfort zone like l- yeah so mm-hmm. the sense of wanting to ex- you know there's always something to do in New York mm-hmm. but like sense of wanting to explore I've kind of met I'm at at this point mm-hmm. but I know it's not, not always going to stay like that right um, so I have been like just thinking of future possibilities you know um, and I and i always knew that i wanted to end up in new york and like build my career here mm-hmm. but
1: i love that you said career and not job yeah that is so nice yeah, right there career career um
0: but i think like we all you know mm-hmm. we all should work on building careers and have job jobs are great too you know what i mean like jobs teach you where you want to go and are equal is important but um Building yourself and building your brand and your careers. Um, But, yeah, I always wanted to end up here in New York. And because I didn't really go away to college, like, I just went to the Bronx, even though I, like, dormed and stuff. Um, And now I've been working here for, like, four years. Like, I just want something new. Um,
1: I feel like after a while, you're just going to be like, okay, I want to move out of here. It's time to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I like... Mm. I kind of want to be in a situation where i don't know anyone and i'm yeah. uncomfortable mm-hmm. like sometimes it's good to throw yourselves in uncomfortable situations yeah well, oh i always feel say comfortable that. being Actually, uncomfortable right? yeah you get exactly i always say that um learning to feel comfortable with being uncomfortable um so yeah when things get too like routine for me i just am like okay what's next
1: yeah i'm tired of this (laughs) especially the the hustle and bustle in new york city Mm -hmm. like you know getting on the train yeah and it's crowded very well new york is very congested in itself yeah so um yeah that like you said routine and plus doing the same thing over and over it gets boring yeah but like you said hey you have a travel life and that's the best part of it
0: that that is that is taking advantage of it right well, thank you for being on my podcast. Appreciate you. Um, hopefully, you know I'm gonna link all of your shows or your upcoming shows in the right, description. Cool. Um, I wish you the very best and like anything I could do. Hopefully, you come back on the podcast. All right, definitely. Just let me know. Yeah, to see how your your show is doing and everything. Okay, cool. Um, but everyone, follow. Yes. Day on Instagram follow his projects right and if y'all know anything about vlogging or media which I know a lot of you got, because yeah and also <laughs> if I could just
1: gotta add one more thing yeah if for anyone who's listening to this if you're interested in media or ever thought about creating your own content you know, Manhattan Na- Neighborhood Network is definitely the place to oh, go check yeah, out. Oh, that's awesome. Um, unfortunately, you have to only be a Manhattan resident, but if you're not a Manhattan resident, you definitely try to call up and see how you can definitely try to get involved, which can probably link you into try to, you know, creating opportunities within the network. I mean, hey, it's a network, actual media stuff, state-of-the-art equipment. Um, that's awesome definitely try to you know give it a shot um, there's so many
0: resources Manhattan out there.
1: Neighborhood Network I mean obviously she'll put it in the description yeah but um yes it was really nice t- chatting with you nice and chatting thanks with for you me.
0: um and thank you Kevin for this introduction
1: appreciate you Kevin I'm sorry I didn't mention anything <laughs> I know you're gonna hit me up and be like what was that all about
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you appreciate you bye
1: bye